Welcome back to the latest episode of the CGA Tour Podcast. As always here, I'm your host, Calvin Glenn Alexander. And today, we're talking about some MLB baseball. So I've got the two biggest baseball fans, at least I know, on to join me here. Jay Carlson and Alexi Bulwark. Alexi, how's it going in Oklahoma City? Is it cold, warm? How's the weather report of Oklahoma City? Jake usually hits me with it first. Well, it was warm all of last week, and then all of a sudden decided to get cold again. And now they're saying we're going to have some winter weather Friday, which I thought was completely done. So... It's, it was decent today, but apparently it's going to get cold again tomorrow and Friday. So, mm. Good riddance. Mm. Good riddance. Jake, what, weather hopping in, in your area? Uh, when we most recently recorded, which wasn't too long ago, right? A couple days ago, this weekend? Yeah. Was yeah. it Sunday? Sunday? Uh, yeah, it might have been. Okay. I, th- I think it was Sunday. Um, we yeah. were we were sitting pretty at probably about 78 degrees. Um, the uh, residing earth science teacher, uh, you know, with a warm front afterwards comes pretty crappy weather. So that's what uh, that's what we got. Got a lot of rain dropped about 20 degrees. Um, and then we are looking to uh, heat back up again. Um, beginning of next week. We have a high of 38 degrees on Saturday. Well, I live in Los Angeles, so we can just leave it at that. My All right, weather probably beats you guys. I, I'm just saying, I pay for it. I pay for the weather. <laughs> I mean, you're acting like my rent isn't 2400 bucks a month. Like, come on. I mean, really, that's like what we're doing? Anyways, um, with all that being said, thank you guys so much for joining me here on the latest episode of the CJ Tour. We want to talk some MLB baseball, though, and we definitely want to talk about the lockout as well as some possible free agency stuff. So with that being said, Alexia, I'll let you just lead it off here. Where are we at? Are we going to see baseball this season? What's going on with the latest negotiations, at least? So we're definitely going to see it, I think. I hope. Um it's, it's just how, the way everything's been is just, it's really crappy because this is hurting the fans. Like this is, we are the ones getting punished for this. We have billion dollar owners fighting with millionaire players. And that's what makes me so mad. Like I, I get it. Both sides want their piece and whatever they want to get their cut. But like, this is for the fans. Like, don't you want to have a, a real season for the fans and do everything you can to, to make sure that you don't have a, a bad name on your sport. I mean, that's what really gets me. Um, today I saw that they just postponed or, or canceled, canceled games uh, through April 14th, which is now two weeks into the regular season. And I mean, all I hear is, Oh, they're talking. And then like, I hear one day it's good. One day it's bad. I don't even know what's actually like the real report to be honest. Like I hear so many different things. Um, I just know that, they're they're not as close as people want you to think they are from what it sounds like like i said last week there was like oh they might get this deal done tonight like they're working late into the night we wake up the next morning and and then rob rob manfred's on on national television well i don't know mlb network or something and saying oh we're we're uh canceling games while laughing and you know acting like it's it's not really a big deal because rob manfred's an awful commissioner so yeah i just i think it's a joke in all in all but i'm sure jake has some thoughts on it too yeah, like 
I mean, one, the Braves will just stay World Series champions for longer. Um, but two, the the part that I don't understand is they haven't even really been like negotiating. They're just like throwing new offers up on the table. It's like if you and I, Alexi, were to negotiate about something, you know, if I'm like, hey, I'll send I'll sell you my chair for 80 bucks. And you're like, hmm. How about 55? And I'm like, mm, how about 70? And you're like, how about 65? Okay, deal. Right. That's negotiating. All they're doing is just throwing new offers on the table. And I understand like the negotiating there is much more nuanced than obviously like negotiating over a chair, but right. they're just throwing new offers down. And it doesn't seem like there's any push or pull from either side. The one takeaway that I've gotten away from this and it didn't take me very long to realize that is you have major league players negotiating on behalf of minor league players. Mm -hmm. I don't understand why. Now I know why there's not a minor league baseball players association, but also on the other hand, I don't understand why there's not a minor league baseball players association. And I know minor league baseball players kind of, you know, the goal is to obviously get to the major leagues, but I mean, there's there's guys that you can grab that are that have been in the minor leagues for a long time that are super invested. Those the guy what Sean Casimir that played for the Braves who had been in the minor leagues for his like minor league uh, yeah. his major league debuts were like eight years apart or whatever it was. Like there's guys that you can get that are invested in the the minor league baseball system. So it doesn't make any sense why there's not whether it be a group of lawyers or, you know, a couple minor league baseball players here and there that can just kind of lean on that side because we, we've got guys that aren't minor league baseball players negotiating for minor league baseball. And yeah. I mean, that that's number one. And number two, I found out that a lot of people outside of major league baseball don't really understand or outside of like major league baseball fans don't understand that a lot of baseball players don't make the same type of money that people in the NBA or people in the NFL make. Like when it comes to like middling players, like there's not a lot of money to be made. I mean, if you look at the Braves, like look at some of their contracts, like they've got guys that are playing for pennies like Ozzy Albies if he played in the NBA he'd be making 35 million dollars a year but instead he's making like six so you know there, there's a, obviously like that's a lot but it but it, in comparison it's not so like I have seen the argument and I don't disagree with you Alexi the the millionaires versus billionaires thing but there are a lot of guys that are like oh they're making five hundred thousand dollars and so it's like they're not – there's more guys like that than there are guys like Max Scherzer in the MLB especially yeah. compared to the other sports. Yeah, definitely. And I, I meant to I, – I, I, that was one of my, my points about like the millionaires versus billionaires. I was more referring to like those guys who are getting – I know that they're not all of them, but like the, guy, the Bryce Harper type guys, like right. um, the ones who are – like. To, to be honest, like, yes, he, he did what he did. He made his money. He's making his money. But in my honest opinion, Bryce Harper is not even worth that much money 
I don't know. There's just some, there's some guys out there who I think get way overpaid, but yeah, for sure. If we're talking about getting guys, you know, the right amount, not, not, not the, the super league league minimum or whatever it is. And then of course, how they manipulate um, the service time, you know, how they will keep yeah. a guy down for a certain amount of time because they want that extra year of control or whatever. Yeah. I think that's a joke too. They should definitely fix that. I mean, if, if a player, like there's and, a guy like, uh, I know they paid Acuna, but let's just say they didn't want to pay him. They could keep him for six years at what? 500 K until they do arbitration and stuff. And and that's similar to like bird rights, isn't it? I think where it's so. like you, you have like, that's, I guess that's the comparison where you have like so many years of team control and it's like, I mean, some something's got to give here. They've got to, right? You know, you you've got to allow. I know the MLB is like super against like player power, but you've got to allow a little bit more, yeah, like player power. And and then the international player stuff came out today, which was that's a whole nother can of worms that I don't even know if I have the knowledge or the <laughs> the, the, the brain capacity to get into, Cause, yeah, because. I mean, there's numerous articles written about that because that is like, that's some messed up stuff that goes yeah. beyond anything that we could talk about today. Definitely. This seems to me like Jake, your, your, um, your chair selling idea earlier, I think yeah. was, was great. Cause that's how normal negotiations go. This seems like it's much more of a, Hey, Hey, Alexi, do you, do you want to buy my house? Okay, cool. You want to buy my house? Here's the agree. Here's the price. Okay. All right. It's 200,000. All right, you're offering 150. Okay, cool. Yeah, but the backyard is actually another 50k. Wait, what? <laughs> All right, cool. Oh, and then you wanted to also buy like the garage? Oh, the garage. Well, I don't know. We're gonna have to negotiate that too. And it seems like we're just every single tweet I see is negotiating one thing about international players, negotiating another thing about player arbitration, negotiating another thing about minor leaguers, negotiating another thing about service time. Which I understand all the arbitration, international players, service time, all the kind of feeds into each other, but. When it, when it was at least with NBA lockouts or NFL lockouts, whatever it may be, it seems it's like, all right, well, the players are trying to decide if they want to vote on this. Okay, they voted on this. Okay, whatever, it's done. I wish MLB got more coverage because I don't understand all what's going on. And the amount of times that I watch ESPN, which is almost every single day, I maybe am one of the last people that I know who watches ESPN all the time, every time. But... They cut away from Rob Manfred. They cut away from the players talking. And that just infuriates the crap out of me. Because I'm like, no, I. this is where I would get this information. Like, yeah. so now I got to go look up the interview? Like, I'm not going to look. I, I mean, come on. I, I'm not going to look up the interview. I would recommend, yeah. and Alexi, you probably get a lot of your same stuff from Jeff Passan, where I get, yeah. like, a lot of yeah. my stuff, too. His tweets mm -hmm. are great because he'll he'll break down the numbers and, like, when I say the numbers are like $50 million apart, they're legitimately $50 million apart. It's not even an exaggeration. Those, what was it? The arbitration clause that was like the MLB wanted like 80 million and, <laughs> or the MLBPA wanted like 80 million and the MLB offered them like 25. Like it, they're, they're so, you know, I, I thought it was actually going to be over the other day because it's always, you know, once it gets deadline day, they're always super close. But it's just like at this point now, I don't know. They're, they're, they're so far apart. It's almost like they just need to start talking about each issue singularly yeah. apart from everything else. And, and Jake, I agree. That's where I also get the information whenever I seek it out and want it. Yeah, right. I, I it it shouldn't be like that. 
Like it, it really shouldn't. Baseball is a big I, enough sport, know. and it's the it's the third biggest sport, I think now. But it should it shouldn't if I don't know. There's got to be something different where it shouldn't be treating itself like that. I mean, this is literally the meme of you know a guy riding along a bike and sticking a pipe through the front spokes as he keeps going and falling in his face and going, "What the hell? Why did this happen?" I mean, that's that, I mean that's that's what it is because it's it's baseball's Eric all Andre over meme. itself. Yeah. It's the Eric yeah. Andre meme where he shoots the he shoots uh, um, shoots the guy and then says Hannibal why, Burris why you have and shot then he him? said yeah. and then he said why is he dead like yeah yeah how did that, this happen and and <sighs> we knew this was going to happen with the MLB like everybody knew this was going to happen but I mean you're right Calvin because if this happens in the NBA or the NFL this is getting an ungodly amount of publicity oh yeah totally. But like Mike Trout putting out something, you know what should happen next? Every single ML or MLB player should have put out that same statement. Like, it, I'm not saying every MLB player should be all on the same page, but let's face it here. If LeBron James says, hey, screw this, we're not agreeing with the owners, we're not doing this, then, I mean, you almost got to guarantee that all the other buddy buddies in the NBA are putting out the same statement within the same five minutes, right? Mm-hmm. Of showing unity and support. I love watching baseball. I love being a part of baseball in any fashion. I want to only see more baseball, but I'd much rather go, yeah, guys, let's talk about seeing the first game of opening day this month as opposed to talking about, are we going to see baseball before May? I mean, that seems like it. That seems like that's in jeopardy, right? And it's only in the owner's. I think they'd only go, yeah, whatever. We'll, We'll miss a couple more games because of the way the revenue contracts are built out from all the local regional networks, they also only get paid for like 140 to 150 games every season anyways from the local networks. So they don't right. care about missing yeah. 10 to 15 games because they weren't going to get paid for those anyways. Right? Yeah, I mean, we're what, roughly somewhere in that 9 to 12 range of missed games, right? So yeah. they can afford... Yeah, about that they much, can, yeah. They can afford a couple more series, which... That's probably, but I I think the problem I have with it all is like the guys can't even talk to each other. Like Brian Snicker, for example, can't call Freddie Freeman. Why? Stupid. Because Freddie Freeman and Alexi, correct me if I'm wrong. Brian Snicker is employed by the Braves. Freddie Freeman is employed by the MLBPA. He is represented by the MLBPA, whereas because Brian he's a Snicker. Free agent. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. pretty much any free agent right now can't like talk to, I guess, other teams. Well, pl- and, yeah. Player at all. Like, a, pl- a player at all. Yeah, that's Goldschmidt crazy. can't go train at Bush. Yeah, they can't go train. Yeah, that's another thing. They can't train at the stadiums. Yeah. yeah. That's ridiculous. Like, it, it, is, it is one of probably the dumbest right like like, okay (laughs) like what are we doing this is the definition of a pissing contest yeah and another thing i wanted to point out that makes me really mad about this whole thing i was looking it up to make sure i was right about it because i didn't i didn't know for sure but i had thought they had they hadn't met for a while so up until last week to two weeks ago whenever they really started talking more about um everything they hadn't met for freak, like over a month. Like I was looking at it. There's a timeline here. Um, so when they got locked out, 
they had they went over a month without even talking or meeting together to, to have any type of negotiation or just any any type of conversation to say hey like what should we do so that's my question why did you guys wait and why did you prolong this and stall until you know closer to the deadline and of course you're going to scramble and probably not come up with a decision if you guys are that far apart so that's my that's another question i have why did you guys wait that long to start even talking about all this I mean, do you think that's on? That's got to be on the owners, right? Oh yeah, for definitely on the owners. But I mean, I, I still would consider it both because, like, if if they both really wanted this to to get into an agreement before the season, I think both of them have somewhat of a responsibility. But yeah, more on the owners than the players for sure. Because like most of what I've seen from the players is like, hey, we just want to play, right? Which I could only agree. Like, I yeah, could only agree. Right. Like, I want to see them play too. Yeah, I mean, like I said at the beginning, this is this is truly hurting the fans, and it's hurting. You know, there's there's gonna be like like you know, the diehard fans will still watch no matter what. Like I'm gonna still watch baseball. I love baseball, but like there's gonna be some fans out there who don't care as much, and they're just gonna be like like yeah, like baseball, whatever, who cares? And they're gonna lose those kind of fans. Like I don't know. There's just some. There's they need to get it figured out for sure. I mean, this is getting pretty ridiculous. Well. And I think the most ironic thing is like it went in the other lockouts, like for the NBA and NFL, it's all about money. Yeah. But it's about money to the big players. When this MLB lockout is about helping not the Bryce Harpers, not the Mike Trouts, not the Scherzers, like it's about fixing arbitration and having some sort of like a, um, like a no tanking, like, price seal or price floor, yeah. you know, like it's, it's all about like having these things that are like super complex, but also not just like, Hey, we want more money. It It's like, Hey, we want our guys to be vouched for and we want to have our guys back. But I mean, it's pretty indicative of where the owners stand on this. Well, let me ask you guys this question because I think this is the one thing that separates MLB from every other league that I know of, and it's the salary cap. Yeah. Once the salary once the salary cap's put in place, which of course the players would not want for good reasons, right? That way their salary is not capped. I mean, literally. Now, I think it would you know make all of the fairness stuff work out. There are there are harsher penalties now for going over a certain threshold now in the MLB, so there is kind of a salary cap, but not really necessarily but mm-hmm. all being said are either of you in favor for a salary cap if it brings up less stuff like this where we're seeing an mlb lockout it seems like great there hasn't been like a stoppage i think in like you know 20 years where it's been like this but it seems like we're always i see we seems like i'm always hearing about the mlb has a deal with the owners and uh, back and forth and we know this is coming or whatever i mean the 60 game season during covid well, that sucked when every other team basically played, basically every other league, you know, NBA and NFL played whole seasons, more or less. You know, NBA shortened at 10 games, still played the full entire, you know, bubble the season before, start a little bit later, et cetera. Coming back to it, are you guys in favor of a salary cap or not? If it means there's less, less of this type of stuff, more baseball being played. I'll I'll let you I'll let you take this one first, Alexi. I have my answer. I but yeah, I want you to I want to hear it. I haven't really thought too much about this, honestly. But I mean, 
I feel like there does have to be some type of of salary cap. Just the way some of these teams, I don't know. There's there's got to be something. Um, and especially if it means we don't have these issues in the future, of course. Like if we can prevent anything like this happening, like every couple of years or whatever, then yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, I haven't really thought about it too much. I think if I thought about it more, I could give you a better answer than this. But I, I think if I had to pick, yes, let's get a salary cap or no, keep it how it is. I think I would say go for the salary cap. I mean, I think it would only be better for the sport, to be honest, in my opinion. I I think there should – I don't know if there should be a salary cap, but I think there should be a salary floor. Um, yeah, I, yeah. Think, I think there should be a minimum of the salary. And I pulled up the payroll just so we can kind of get, uh, you know, a reference. So, number one, anybody want to take a guess at who was number one on the payroll? Dodgers. The Dodgers, yay! Dodgers, Gold star, Calvin. Does Let anybody want to take? Who was last on the payroll? <laughs> nice. It wasn't Pittsburgh, Rays. was it? Race. No, no. The, it wasn't Orioles. Baltimore. Baltimore. Yes. All right. Yes. So there you go. There you go. Really pump up the volume there, that one. Sorry. Yeah. Make sure we uh, make sure everyone knows. All right. So. Baltimore spent $42 million this year on their salary cap. The Dodgers spent $266 million on their salary cap. So this to me means, would you rather have one season of Patrick Mahomes, just Patrick Mahomes, or a 40-man roster for the Orioles? Your choice. Right. If And so like when you put it in context, the league average was 132. Okay, the league average. The one team below that was the White Sox at 140, and the one team below that was the Reds at 125. Your uh, World Series champion Atlanta Braves were at 153 when the year ended. Hmm. So they were only $20 million over the salary cap, but they were also... Uh, $110 million less than the Dodgers, whom they beat. They were also $40 million less than the Astros. Are you so, looking at 2021? Yeah, I'm looking okay. at 2021. Okay, cool. So I think I think I have that up too. Okay. I, I, I say all this to say there probably aren't very many sports where you would see a 200 plus million dollar discrepancy between the first team and the last team in salary cap. Yeah. Well, or in, be, in, in, in their because payroll. there is a salary cap in other leagues though. Correct. I mean, that's right. I, I there's a salary threshold in the MLB. Right. I'm all for a salary floor. Right. Right. And I don't know if, you know, I personally think that, I mean, the lowest, the team that made the playoffs with the lowest salary cap was the Rays and they were at 70 million. I think 70 million is still too low. I think you should prob, I think you should probably be hovering at close to 90 to 100 million. Yep. Um, So the Brewers were all, were at 99 million. So I think you could be hovering around that and, still be competent if you want or not but 
I just think like, and, and the reason, the main reason that I say that is because one, if you make the salary floor, it'll fix the arbitration problem. Then you won't have to worry about paying people because then it won't really matter. It won't matter that you have to keep a guy in the minors paying him $500,000 or whatever. Yeah. Also, you won't be able just to like cop into these first overall picks like people do all the time. So I, I personally think like the the salary floor is the best idea, probably of just $100 million. I don't think there's a reason to make anybody pay. Yeah. You know, upwards of the league average. I think, I mean, you could even sit at 80, to be honest, and I think yeah. it'd be fine. Yeah, and looking looking at this, and I've I've had this problem in the past. Like, it's really it really bugs me how a team who can just like, and I get it. There's years and, t- and times you have to rebuild, but just the way right. these teams are rebuilding nowadays, it's crazy. Like, look at that. Baltimore doesn't spend anything, so they're just throwing trash on the field, and people have to go watch that for five years yeah. plus. And if they may not even be good after that five years, still they still might suck. I but, don't know. I but this. My thing is, it would force them to pay guys that deserve to be paid. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, Cedric Mullins deserves a contract. Oh, for sure. He was an amazing, incredible year last year. For what he did and what they paid him. Um, Adley Rutschman probably deserves a contract. And the reason yep. they haven't brought him up yet is because of the arbitration rule. Of course. And then, I mean, what, the all the Pirates guys, same all thing. All the Pirates guys, yep. Um. Same thing, same reason the Indians didn't pay Lindor. I'm, you know what? I'm actually looking at a team on here. Who, I was like, who's a guy who's young and should get paid? But then I realized that that he did, or he did assign him uh, to a deal. Um, Wander Franco, they gave him like yeah. a contract. I'm, I was like, I'm actually pretty surprised the Rays did that because they never do that kind of thing. You know, I mean, over the years, that's it, it looks like it'll be like a, it's a good investment. But I mean, yeah, still you. You don't usually you don't see that from from the Rays, especially for a player that young. They're usually the type that will will drag it out, give him as much as little as they can at times, and then flip him for somebody down the road. But yeah, I thought that was surprising. I I also saw that there was a report that came out that the Rays also offered Freddie Freeman. Oh, really? Which I didn't see that. If, if the Rays start paying people, something's changing. <laughs> yeah, that's, no doubt. That's kind of, so now, if Freddie Freeman were to leave of the, um, like, it would be very easy for me to buy a, uh, a Tampa Bay jersey or yeah. a Toronto jersey or whatever, because the rumor is that if, if Freddie decides to leave, then we're just going to trade for Matt Olson and call it a day. Oh, okay. Because the A's will take whoever for a bag of prospects. Oh, for just, sure. And just, just <laughs> the, the A's are playing dead fish team. over there. We'll just keep playing money ball, yeah. So Where are they at on here? I'm looking for them. Or are they on here for 2021? 23 at $90 million. Okay. That's actually more than I thought they were at. Okay. Yeah. So that that's another, I mean. Well, they want to ship know. Matt Chapman too, don't they? Isn't he a guy they're rumoring to trade? Yeah, and I'm sure Chris Bassett is also probably pretty much anyone who's like had a good couple years for them is at this point gonna gonna get traded. Olson, Chapman, um, 
Starling Marte is no longer there. He's on the Mets now. I just saw that. I just was like, oh my god, I forgot about that. Yeah. Weird. Can't wait for the Mets. Mets are going to sign all these guys. And then, oh my gosh, you know, they're all going to suck. They're going to suck. It's going to be fantastic. I'm Didn't they sign Scherzer second. too? They signed Scherzer. They also signed Eduardo Escobar. Escobar. Yep, that's right. Eduardo Escobar. Starling Marte, Scherzer. I'm looking at who else. Who Who's the guy that left? Stroman left. Stroman went to the Cubs. Stroman went to the Cubs. Yeah, that was a... This is, I did not see that coming. I'm like now, looking at all these guys that sign. I'm like surprised. I'm what still I, like weird. I'm not. I'm not saying that the Braves are going to like change baseball, but I do think they're having being able to like unpack all of it. I do think there was a method to their madness of unloading guys that weren't producing for guys that were on, you know, like the NBA type of deal. Where you're 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 buying low for a guy that is playing on a bad team, might be struggling, but is clearly capable of doing something that might be on a more expensive contract. And obviously, like you know, I'm talking I'm talking about Eddie Rosario and Jorge Soler. And I mean, we we paid more for Richard Rodriguez than we did for either of those two guys. We got them both. For Pablo Sandoval, who the Indians cut immediately. Sandoval, I can't believe that. Yeah. <sighs> and then I don't even remember what we traded for Solaire, to be honest. I don't think it was anything. Um, yeah, nothing crazy. And if if I don't remember, then it you know probably wasn't a big deal. But I I say all that to say, um, one thing. <laughs> and Alexia, I know you'll like this one. One thing that. I think is going to start to go down. People will start to gamble a little bit more on these contracts. One starting yeah. pitchers are going to start to get paid. Nothing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hold. Are they going to become the running backs of the NFL? Yep. Running backs. They will be. Absolutely. Absolutely. That they're they're Cole... going to be. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. That Garrett Cole contract is going to look like, absolutely terrible in like two years yeah you, and, and what they're go, what you're going to see i think a lot more is what scherzer just did he got like what two or three years at a huge um and trevor bauer he got that huge contract so i think you're going to see a lot of those small um year deals with like big big um per year whatever you call it a i think this yeah a v or something yeah um, yeah, I think I think you're for sure gonna see that. Just the way the game's changed, and and I mean the risk of giving out a contract that big to a starting pitcher. I mean, yeah, it's it's definitely gonna change. That's for sure. And like I I say that because we rolled out a guy that like most people don't know who it is in Game Five of the World Series. Yeah, <laughs> and. He dominated. Yep. Yep. Like he he's not even on our roster right now. Yeah, he's not insane. on our roster. And I don't think it was game five. I don't remember what game it was, but it's it's crazy. You, you can like I I mean there's guys man over the years of the Cardinals making the playoffs. I can remember some bum, total bums who just went off in the playoffs. 
were like at the end of the mm-hmm. season and they were like they weren't even supposed to do what they did and they're like just totally I, I feel like looking back at that you start to see all these other guys like like you just made your your um example with the Braves in the World Series like the Braves didn't have the strongest rotation like no not at all we had two Compared- starting we had we had two starting pitchers Compared to the Brewers, that first series, like obviously the Brewers had the edge at pitching, and look, yeah. at, and the Braves won. And then they played the Dodgers. Obviously, the Dodgers had the edge. It's like it's crazy how how much um, starting pitching has changed. I mean, it's all somewhat bullpen games at this point. Whenever you get in the playoffs, you know. Yeah, it's it's going to be a the I don't know the way that things change is going to be very interesting. It was Kyle Wright. Kyle Wright came in. Kyle Wright, yeah. I mean, yep. his MLB statistics are he's That's 2 and insane. 8 with a he's <laughs> he's 2 and 8 with a 6.56 ERA over his career. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And they just trot him out there in the World Series I, and he crazy. just I mean, he he dominated probably the best batting lineup in the MLB. Yep. Right? Maybe outside yep. the Dodgers. Definitely. By the way. So I, oh no, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Finish your no, results. I was, I was I was done. I have to say I, I pulled this up because I had to see it. So um the Jorge, Jorge Soler trade was for Casey yeah. Kalish, who was a right handed pitcher and he was already he was assigned to the minors right away. So I couldn't tell you who the heck that guy was, but automatically that one that helped the Braves tremendously. Yeah, he. I mean, he hit the uh, the home run that I will remember for the rest of my life. Let's just awesome. say that. Yeah, he was incredible for the Braves. I mean, he he went there and tore it up. Like he was hitting bombs. Like I, I was, but but this is the thing. He was capable of doing that. Oh yeah, he had the potential. So, I don't know. I mean, it's it's going to affect free agency. That's that's kind of where I'm at with it. When a guy like that, like you made a good point earlier, when a guy's on a crappy team, yeah, he'll go out there and he's obviously going to play. He's, he, it's his, it's baseball. Like he's not going to not play. But you, when you get traded to a team who actually has a legit chance to win it all, like that changes your whole mindset. Like yeah, that's why I think. That was such a steal for the Braves because, yeah, they traded a guy who they're probably like, yeah, this guy's probably nothing. Let's let's trade for Solaire. He's got pop, and who knows? Maybe a change of scenery changes him, and and it did. He he totally took off from there. Yeah. I I wish I followed baseball closer enough to know basically more. <laughs> I mean, well, because like. Because to me, was there was some random guy who was playing for, I think, the Red Sox this year. I'll look it up real quick. In the postseason, he was like a reliever. And I was like, oh, wait, that guy played for the Padres. He was a pitcher for the Padres a couple of years back. But the Padres are trying to use him as a starter. And the Red Sox were like, we'll just use him as a reliever. I think he's getting paid the same amount of money either way. And he was just way more effective just coming in for an inning or two because basically you didn't have to face the lineup twice. You know, he's facing the lineup once and then, you know, yeah, basically getting switched out. Which, yep. if you're treating pitchers like running backs, you can. Yeah. You know, there's no more three. You know, not a lot of like you know one through four down running backs anymore. And at the same point, yep. we're going to see a lot of just not. 
and the Max Scherzers and yeah, I mean, Max Scherzers of the world just kind of gone, basically. And and Scherzers just got a name I'm just throwing out because it's just top of mind here. But you know, basically, are we just going to see a bunch of guys just only playing? You know, three to four innings every single outing, but they're not having five days off either to rest. Yeah, I yeah. think I think starters are going to start to hit probably six innings, and then seven, eight, seventh, eighth, and ninth will be all who has yep. the lefty, lefty, righty, righty arm advantage. And I oh, think yeah. that's all it's going to be. You'll we'll we'll go back to our you know you'll have your seventh inning guy like like the Braves did you'll have your setup man and you'll have your closer and then come playoffs you'll have like eight relievers who start the game you'll have a guy start a bullpen game pitch one inning and then the next guy comes in pitches two or three and then you just continue on yeah I mean and it, and it, it just throws you off your game yep that I mean that that's the strategy behind it and yeah. and just uh seven game make or break series like we'll throw whoever whether you've seen them or not i don't care but you know everyone's gonna have you know their scherzers their coles you know i mean maybe like a lance lynn you know you're always gonna have guys that are gonna be able to throw upwards of like seven eight innings but you know gone are the days where you have to have five starters that are gonna be able to just pump seven eight innings I mean, and you see it, through, especially throughout the regular season, but you see it when a guy is like, they have a strict pitch count where, oh, if he gets to 100, he's he's done. He can't go over 100 pitches. Like, there's there's that strict pitch limit. Yeah. And I think you see that a lot more where it might be even less than 100 sometimes where they're like, oh, he's 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 almost done. Like, let's get a guy in here, a reliever. He's got, we got to get a fresh arm. So, I think, come like, back in the days when you had guys pitching over 100 a game, 100 pitches – you're not, you barely, you very rarely will see a guy go over 100 pitches. And if it is, it's most likely going to be um, Max Scherzer because he doesn't ever want to come out. Yeah. Do we yeah, have any? He's uh, got a good record and staying in it. So that's true. Um, do we have any uh, free agent predictions coming down? The, the guys that I'm looking at Correa, Chris Bryant. Freddie, Trevor Story, Castellanos, Kershaw, Kershaw, yeah, um, Rizzo, Conforto, Schwarber, Cruz, Jansen, Radon, yeah. So still a lot of guys out there. Wow. Yeah, there are. Um, Unfortunately, I don't think Freddie is staying. Really, you're not. You're not confident that he's coming back. Yeah, and it's just a lot of the stuff that I've read. Even Chipper said that because him and Freddie are close because Freddie started when Chipper was declining, but even Chipper said that Freddie didn't like the offer that he was first proposed. Mm. And I can imagine as a player, you know, as a franchise player for six years, that can probably leave a pretty bad taste in your mouth if if your team kind of, low balls you want an offer um i just hope he doesn't go to the dodgers or yankees oh my gosh i know please don't go that's what i was that's my fear is like he's gonna go to like the yankees or something or something stupid like a big team like that so the thing with freddie though i meant to ask you about this alexi 
-hmm. first basemen haven't aged well. Yeah. The these like early thirties, but past thirty third basemen that signed to like or first basemen that signed to longer <laughs> deals. Yeah. Their their contracts have aged really poorly. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Hundred percent. So. At, uh, like, what is the max amount of years you would sign Freddie to? Five. What is he? What is he right now? 30, 31? Or is he older? I, I think he's older than that. Let's see. I thought he was 32, but... He's oh. 32. He's 33 in September. Wow. Okay. See, at that... If he's 32, you said at 33 in September, so he'll be 33 yeah. at the end of the season. So you're saying in five years, 37, 38. Yeah, I... To be honest, I'm not. Get, I mean, give him give him a good amount for five. I'd say five years. I'd say no more than five years. Because, I mean, look at out. Look at pool holes. I watched him, of course, in, for in St. Louis all those years. He goes to L.A. He just he declined every single year, and and look what he was doing his last couple of years. Like, just not the same player. And that was that was a terrible contract for the Angels. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I I definitely wouldn't go ten years plus, but. Yeah, I'd go. I'd go five years. I think. I think the max I would go is five, maybe six, but probably five. Yeah, I. I think five is probably where I would sit. Yeah. Um, I mean, does anybody have any lean on like Correa? Yankees. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't heard. This seems about too much like it's the Yankees, or at, coming back to the Astros. Yankees are coming back to the Astros. He he seems I don't necessarily like a Yankee. See the Astros, but uh, he he's he's enough of a baby to go and play for the Yankees. Yeah, yeah. He cries enough to play for the Yankees. Exactly. Yeah, I I can't. I don't like him. I I'm not a big fan of him, but he's just. I mean, he's obviously. I think his. I don't think he cares where he plays. Whoever gets him the biggest contract is where he's going, probably. The the wild card to me is Chris Bryant. Yeah, that's an interesting like, one. I don't know if he's good anymore. <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, I mean he's definitely not worth anything. Like 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 you know when he won when he made MVP a couple of years ago, you're like okay, Chris Bryant's legit, like he's good. But man, he he got hurt and then he just had some some pretty bad seasons. Like he just you know he wasn't hitting. What was it? One of those was it last year or the year before, or he picked it up a little bit better, but never to the point where he was in like the MVP level. No. So yeah, he's an interesting one. Well, um, with all being said, do we have it's like final-ish thoughts on when we're going to see games played on the field? I say May. I feel like we won't get games till till May or June. Wow. May really? or June. May or okay, June. so late May, Dang. early June is what I'm going to pencil you in for, Jake. That's fine. I said all-star break earlier this year. So I hope I hope, I hope, hope you're wrong because that's that would be ridiculous if they go that long without playing. I'd like to catch a Braves game before, you know, I, I am no longer here. So Great yeah. move. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's a, I'm just going to be optimistic and say before May, but – the way it's looking, I don't, I don't think it's anywhere close to that. But I, if I had to say, just because I want to be optimistic, I'd say before, before May, 
just going to hope that they come with some deal and figure it out, but who knows? Yeah. I mean, uh, I think you guys have all the timelines <laughs> correct. I don't know as much as you do in this field, so to say, but yeah, I, I think I'm going to say, yeah, it's got to be like, all right, it's going to be, it's going to be May. I quoted Justin Timberlake there, but you know, it's fine. <laughs> it's going to be May. I don't know. Yeah. Thanks. I, I was trying real hard to get somebody to laugh and Jake chuckled, I, so I I'll take that as a win. Jake, I, uh, Jake I chuckled. He, did, he politely good. chuckled. Yeah. After you said it, I was like, okay, that's good. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I have to. Yeah. I mean, we're not all huge NSYNC fans, so I just had to let everyone know. Yeah. I'm not an NSYNC fan in any way. I've never heard any songs by them. Mm-hmm. Everyone should watch the podcast episodes on YouTube because then you can see how sarcastic I am. That's really, that's really the, that's really the, you, you, you listen to it once you hear the great audio clips, whatever. And then you listen to it again, but over YouTube where you can see how sarcastic all of us are. It's a great deal. I'm well, not sarcastic. Never. You've never been sarcastic ever in your entire life under any circumstance. Not me. Nope. Not you, Jake. Not you. You're too good to be sarcastic. I wouldn't, I don't know if I'd go that far. <laughs> All right. Well, there was a genuine laugh. Alexi, <laughs> thanks so much for joining here on the latest episode of the CJ Tour podcast. Jake, yes, thank you as also for joining us here as well. Uh, please follow at the CJ Tour on Twitter and Instagram for more. If you haven't already, please subscribe on YouTube as well. And we'll catch you guys again soon. Peace. Later.